and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. You're ready for this. What what is it, Jules? <laughs> uh, Jules just realised that the on-air light in this studio sometimes flicks off uh, and just got real startled and confused by it all. Did you think we were not recording? What did you no, think I was happening? I had to glance down and check my mic was still on because <laughs> oh, no. the light went off. Please. But it was flickering. It was having a fit. No, we captured that gold. <laughs> <laughs> this is great for an audio medium. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome Frank, to the, the podcast. Uh, it's Nick and Jules. <laughs> Hot off coming off air, let's just jump straight into something that was incredibly interesting. The last call that we took, Courtney from Kiwa, who wow. uh, you'll hear in the podcast, but she, and you'll hear it in her own words, but she mm. trains sniffing horses. We thought we misheard her, sniffing horses. Well, I think that sniffer horses. I don't sniffer know why horses. sniffing horses doesn't quite have the same respect, All but sniffer horses. Sniff. I suppose <laughs> by that, yeah, that degree, every animal does do that, doesn't it? <laughs> well, which animal would be the king of the sniffers? Hey, look, I was thinking about it. In reality... Sorry, just the, for context for people who, just, who didn't hear that bit, but um, it is she trains animals who like like sniffer dogs. Yes. 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 Yeah, but uh, with but horses, she works on it. And uh, the, the, when you look at the size of a horse's face, mm. that's so much nose room. Yep. I assume it's all nose in there. A lot of real estate. That, like, so it makes sense that this little horsey can uh, sniff out things from a long distance. Do you think... Because I, I don't know exactly how the, like, physical build of a nose works but mm-hmm. like do you think does bigger ink equate to more nerves oh, I, look, I, speaking of someone with zero sense of smell <laughs> yeah. i don't understand how the contract construct of smell works well with uh, with breeds of dogs that's why yeah, they use often use similar the same breeds for hunting dogs because they've mm. bred a very high highly tuned sense of smell into that you dog. wouldn't be using a pug or me I guess. No, 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 no. You and a big old French bulldog just yeah, huffing and sniffing away yeah, trying to find team. something. The child that I have with a French bulldog is going to be just really bad at hunting. <laughs> oh, that's such a gross visual. <laughs> try not to think about it. Yeah, don't think about it too much. <laughs> no, they used to try and use me for um, like old-fashioned fox hunting back in the day in, uh, in bloody old England. Yeah, back but, uh, in the olden times. They'd all be up on their horses and mm. I'd be there just... <laughs> I'm vibing dog. foxes over here, guys. Come with me. Mm. I feel like this is where they would like to be. I've seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, the, yeah. George, the George Clooney one, and I was like, okay, this seems to be the farmhouse they'd hang out in. Yeah, very classic. Uh, <laughs> good gear. Uh, coming off the back of a long weekend, which is nice. Um, off, I don't feel rested. No. <laughs> I, I felt more rested. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but because uh, you had your first soccer game, yeah? So maybe oh, you're... Uh, yeah, two days ago, though, by now. Oh. <laughs> but thank you for looking for an excuse for me. Well, that is a, that's a lot of stuff that happens, I imagine. Like, when you go for your fun little play games and they're actually, like, a proper real game. That's true. And you know what? This is how dedicated to the cause I am. I played. I wasn't supposed to play. I, was, I wasn't supposed to Because you're terrible. That, effectively. <laughs> um, I, I was not supposed to get much game time. got 30 minutes, which I was, like, pretty happy about. That's didn't, good. Didn't how long was the play. game... Normally run for ninety. I got put on at the okay. back end of the game when it was we were like it was already. Were you thinking like one. not going to get called in and then surprise? Well, yeah, because the the position that I play doesn't require tons of running anyway, and the guys that we have in that position are pretty good. So I was like, I'm there to make up numbers. Mm. If something bad happens, I can sure. go and figure it out. But whatever. Um, the point I was trying to make, yes, didn't play for very long, thirty minutes. So I went for a run after the game. 
uh, which I regretted yesterday morning. I was like, oh, I feel awful. <laughs> Matt, your face. Have we? Oh, have you played we? sport. <laughs> didn't play enough sport. You did a sport and then Where, did an exercise for I also for love funsies. how he's got a running coach, but he's just admitted he has not a lot of running in the position that he plays. Oh, yeah, that's... well, the thing is you want to do that running effectively. <laughs> sure. And you want to like, and because and I don't want to feel, the thing is, I just don't want to feel awful while I'm doing it. Okay. Like, I don't like Do you the... want to get the endorphins out of the sport? Yeah, I want to get, I want to, which I do enjoy it, but I just don't want to like have what happened on Sunday, which is, this has just become local sport review, mm. local sport chat. Yeah, very classic. But it was super hot on Sunday. It was like 33, 34 when we played during the middle of the day. Mm. Sweating bullets, sunburn, yeah. Yeah, disgusting. I'm like, my mouth is dry. I'm like having a bad old time. Mm. And if I hadn't had my run coach, Michelle, yep. I'd have felt even worse. Probably. I mean, you'd certainly be richer. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> is it expensive to have running coach? It's, um, oh, I don't think Michelle's going to listen to this. I think it's expensive for what it is. Mm-hmm. But that being, especially because it's shortish. Like, I've, I used to do PT when I was living up in Queensland and I would do like an hour session for $55, which is. For PT? A, that's pretty good price. Yeah. Uh, this was like, this is in Rocky. So I guess there was competition. Sure. I don't, mm. not much of it. Um, run coach, I pay $60 for a 40 minute session, maybe, yeah, right. which I'm like, oh, you know, considering we only, if it, a lot of that is me sort of bent over trying to catch my breath. So it's not like, <laughs> stop the clock here. It's like, yeah, exactly. We could be, we could be maximizing our time mm. a little bit. They, what, what I need is like, you know, when, when they do competitive chess, how they have the oh, little the timer, the timer yeah, yeah, thing, nice. where it's like I'm on the clock making yeah, a move. Yeah, yeah. Is I need one of those. This is for, not fair. Yes. Unless I'm exercising, Michelle, you shouldn't be charging. <laughs> But here we are, regardless, after the long weekend, plenty of stuff on today's show. Uh, Oscars recap from Keith Hollywood, who joins us live. can't believe um, they let him in, to be honest. Well, he was uh, clearly a star of the film, apparently, according to him. Yeah, yes, according he, to him, that's uh, the key there. I think <laughs> yeah. he said he was a body double for Jamie Lee Curtis, which I didn't... I've seen pictures of Keith. Yeah, I was like, trying to imagine. He, close? he kind of looks, for people who uh, haven't seen him or photos of him around... Um, have you both seen the third Harry Potter movie? Yes. Prisoner of Azkaban? Mm-hmm. You know, Peter Pettigrew? Uh-huh. <laughs> he's kind of like a slightly taller, more cleanly shaven Peter Pettigrew. Wow. So he's not a, not a particularly attractive man, but he, and look, to be fair, he's old. Like, he, it's age. Mm. But if you can Punch imagine, over. like, a, what a retired Hollywood executive should look like, mm. like being in a good paddock, yeah. bleach blonde hair. <laughs> and wears those big, like, square yellow glasses. Well, that's like, just how everyone knows he's cool. And he's, you know, but I just think, oh, yeah, I don't know if I would want him in a movie if I'm trying to get. He hasn't delved into the Botox path yet. Well, I'm worried that he might have, and they just. Uh... <laughs> terrifying to think what would have been if that was the case. <laughs> I have a friend who works, used to be on, uh, do traffic reporting for the TV. So she was, mm. she was on camera a bit, and she's like, the age you start getting Botox, that's the age you stay. Um, and Keith obviously must have gotten into it late in the game. Yeah, well, right. I don't know that Botox existed when he was a young whippersnapper. Well, no, of course not. So, should have. It might have just been more for like the A-listers. Okay, yeah. mm. <laughs> just anyone that's got that rotting jar of mayo in the backyard <laughs> to <laughs> breed their own botulism, you can have it and do it yourself. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> but we do touch on uh, a lot of wins across the board for some some films, which is great. That's how Oscars generally work. And yeah, some, <laughs> some people win. Expensive goodie bags. They are just more and more ridiculous every year. Mm, $189,000 price tag on this year's. Yeah. It's just so much. Isn't so, that bizarre? So much waste. The rich get richer. But they are really they even going to use these things? Like, just donate them to charity or donate them to someone. Sell, 
Don't accept it. <laughs> you could think of all the, the money that could be saved by not doing it. <laughs> Truly absurd to think that there are these people out there who are like, and Matt, you were talking about it because we were talking about how there's an Australian business that got involved this year, mm. but they paid a lot of money to give out their stuff for free. Yeah. So they, uh, they're the ones that gave away the land in Queensland, mm. which I believe was more of a, like a pres- preservation kind of More vibe, of a yeah. token thing, actually. It's a bit controversial because I don't think they gave the company company, the business, yeah. uh, gave consent to use that name in the first place. <laughs> well, either so, way, mm. someone paid like four grand to give away thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Mm. Like the sentiment behind land. I was also reading that the land is, uh, it's not like it's good land. Like you're not getting part of a rainforest. You're getting um, <laughs> coal mining land. <laughs> oh, no. It's all BHP. We never knew. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're getting some uh, some sand that has been, you know, some oils leaked onto it. Uh, a truckie has spat out the window onto <laughs> the cigarette butts. Mm, it's some extra we, chewing gum in there. Beautiful. We've got some. We've got better land, is what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> we just give it sound like we're giving away the parking lot at a pub. We are, which effectively, which to be honest, <laughs> these celebrities who are given it, they're never going to visit that specific plot mm, of land. That's right. So true. Can you imagine me, she- Michelle Yeoh, hot off winning Best Actress, <laughs> and you know, really reinventing what could be, uh, you know, the perception of who should be able to win these models. You know. Defying racial expectations. Mm. She's like, you know what? F it. We're not going to the after party. I'm going to go check out my mm. my square meter of... There are a few many years too late, I reckon, because it was all the rage that the internationals had to go to Queensland because Australia was like, woo, pandemic, not really a thing oh, here. Oh, true, true. Yep. Oh, interesting. I didn't think about mm. it like that. Well, all the international celebs are visit- were visiting here. Once upon a time. Thanks and all that. Yep. Apparently last year they gave out... You might have read this in the, we read the same articles, Jules, but they gave out in the Oscar goodie bags last year um, a plot of land in Scotland. Mm. Oh, the Lordship version well, of it. That was the Lordship one, which yeah. is, as we know now, a scam. <laughs> you can become a Lord and just change your name. You know? Yeah, that's right. You said you literally just have to actually change your first name to Lord. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which is what, which is actually why the artist goes by Lord. She bought, she bought, yeah. it's actually Annabelle, yeah. but she bought a plot of land <laughs> in Scotland. Just spelled it wrong. Got heavily confused. <laughs> Fun fact, she performed in Victoria. Just over the weekend, Lord. Did she really? Yeah, she's, she's been, been going qu- for ten years. She's like, since quiet, she's though, isn't she? Good for her. Like I, because people love people love her, but mm. I would never have known. Yeah, no. she was performing. This friend was from New Zealand, so probably a bit more motherland. Is Lord New Zealand? That's, Pretty sure. That's not what? true. Pretty sure. That you, is, that what, is that what you're saying? Yes, no. she's a Kiwi. Is she really? Hang on. Yes, she Lord. done been done. <laughs> I don't. I don't. New Zealand singer. Come on. Yeah. I don't know what if that's. Oh, she has a long. I don't, oh, okay. I understand why she's gone. I don't necessarily the doubt you. I've just never. Yeah, well, never no, that was it. very much a big selling point of hers. Is Her name is not going to fit on a passport. Ala Marie Jelani Yalik O'Connor. <gasps> oh, my chair just started floating. <laughs> <laughs> if you say that in Latin and you say it backwards, it pig does Latin. summon a pig Latin. It summons a demon. Neat. Mm. No, um, if I recall, actually, Lord. Had a secret Finster, uh, like a chip reviewing um, Instagram that no. um, someone busted finding out about. She did not. That's she gotta, did, I that's think. Yeah. Like, is, do we Lord have? Chips. Is she too big for the show? Yeah, yeah, but I can certainly <laughs> reach out. <laughs> yeah, she is. Lord yeah. of yeah. the fries? Is that? What yeah, you think? You, yeah, you think you're Lord of the fries? <laughs> no, 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 it's real. Look, after this, we will do some research. Lord of the onion rings. Uh... <laughs> Let's get Lord. You know, it's topical right now. Jesus, <laughs> Matt, if that, if there was a. If there was a, any way on this earth, this mm-hmm. godly earth, that you could get Lord for the show. 
Oh, we don't want to talk about music, Lord. No, 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 no. That's pretty funny, though. (laughs) I performed with Lord Hot Chip and Bicep performed for the festival called Forbidden Fruit 2022. That's just music. But no, no, no. She had a... Is that where where you got the hot chip in No, no, no. It's real truth. I'll find it to you. Don't worry. All right, all right. Just give me a minute to type it up. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Lord are coming up on the show (laughs) later this week. If it Um, doesn't happen, blame Matt. Well, no, not Lord. Alamaniac Miraji Third or whatever it was. Mm. (laughs) It's literally right in front of you. I've I've closed the page. (laughs) I'm I'm looking at a different page. You can't read. (laughs) Yeah, I just sound... That's why it sounds so strange. She ate hot wings. Slightly different. All right. right Analyzing your diet. Are you talking about the interview? Like on First We Feast? Is that what that is? No, Forbes. <laughs> Wait, Forbes? Now we're doing hot hot wing interviews? I don't know. The, the Forbes came up for some reason. Uh, okay. Anyway. Well, that's probably because she's uh, youngest lord on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, no, they do the rich list. They do the lord list as well. <laughs> Good for her. Um, lord, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Fries as well. <laughs> so many. Different um, spelling though. Today, we also touch on people with uh, second jobs, which is obviously how we came about with Courtney. A lot of people mm-hmm. out there working hard for a yep. hard for a crust. Yeah. And a lot of people, I was asking, you know, why are they doing it? They just, just have to. Uh, one of them was saying, oh, like, oh, she's got a young daughter that she wants to give her a good life. And so Aww. she's works this extra work to uh, kind of make sure that she's getting what she needs or Jeez, deserves. That sucks. When you said, um, because when we, as we were just talking about Courtney before the, with the sniffer dogs, or sniffer horses rather, mm-hmm. or sniffer cows, sniffer emus, sniffer alpacas, pl- platypus, did I hear? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did I make that one up? You might have. Um, I was thinking, you said in the, so just behind, peek behind the scenes where Matt takes the calls, he then puts them through a little software program. So then Jules and I can have a look at them briefly. He might like write a one sentence synopsis. Mm. You said for Courtney, got a very interesting second job. Yeah. And I thought... This is definitely OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wrote horse-related, and I thought, seems, uh, seems more unlikely. But there would have to be people out in regional Victoria on OnlyFans. Oh, absolutely they are, and I wish them all the best. I hope they're making some coin, because I think that, you, uh, that balloon's about to burst soon. Were you hoping for an OnlyFans content creator to call the show? Definitely. Oh, okay. I think that would have been You're incredibly interesting. That didn't really hadn't crossed my mind as an option. No, so, because <laughs> well, when you had first written, I was like, oh, Matt's being quite coy about this. Uh, so I was like, no, oh, why? No, no. No. <laughs> I find this interesting. Arguably more unguessable was Sniffer Dog, or Sniffer Horses. Yeah. Very much so. We liked uh, to be I don't surprised. Think we, I don't think you would ever get there. If someone said, guess the, this person's job, you would never get to Sniffer Horses. Because well, I never thought the two could be the same. No, neither. No, it's quite magical. Imagine this Sniffer OnlyFans. Where she's an OnlyFans model, but she also sniffs drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure which angle you're taking. Which, you know what, if you make enough money from OnlyFans, you might. Oh, man. Sure. From what I understand, a lot of them do. Right? Yeah, they do. Good for them. If you are on the off chance, one of the people that the few people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> and you are an OnlyFans content creator of any sort, like mm, obviously- OnlyFeet. Only, yeah, only the feet models. <laughs> well, there are people that allegedly do non- Sexy stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you're one of them, we'd love to hear from you. Any or anyone on OnlyFans would be interesting. Absolutely. I'd love to know what their take is, how we are, how you feel like you get more mm. presented. I see there's a popular gaining popularity, a new Instagram page called Women Posting L's. Where it's about it's women being like talking about like their big losses in life and stuff. Like effectively, you know, like it's the, the female equivalent of um you know how guys can be down bad? No. It, gosh, we spend some time on different parts of the internet, <laughs> apparently. Guys, just what? Not, being down bad not down mean anything. Bad? It's kind of like... Um, sad? Sad boy? It is a, it's, a, it's similar to sad boy. It's kind of What's like okay, great. simping. What? So, 
I'm not that. Are you also lost, Matt? Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm back on with simping. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, the phrase itself. But anyway, get, get to the L's. Get, well, the women women posting as yeah, it's like people they post snapshots of uh, either they're like they maybe tweeted something they might have posted them on Instagram whatever whatever, and it's about them posting their losses. So like not not financial losses, just like oh you know this is a bad thing that happened to me today, mm-hmm. as opposed to like Instagram showing the highlight reel. One hundred percent, exactly. Yes. Okay. And so a lot of the time, the a lot of them of late have been girls being like, hey. Um, if people wouldn't mind, I've you know, here's a discount code to my OnlyFans. You know, I kind of really need people to start subscribing. Or another one, which I saw mm. recently, on, also on Women Posting Owls, was um, one of my cousins is subscribed to my OnlyFans. <laughs> um, I was thinking about kicking him off it because you can obviously block users and stuff. Yeah. Because that's weird because he's your family. Yep. But by the same token, she goes, I need his $10 a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know where oh, I wow. live. Send it in the mail. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, really some, I guess, some moral questions for these poor folk. Yeah, um, here we go. I'm, I've just found down bad from Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, down bad, when someone is depressingly horny, apparently. <laughs> uh, and this is the example from the Urban Dictionary, Webster's Stop. Dictionary. Uh-huh. Um, sees picture of any girl, someone who's down bad. <laughs> Can oh, you? No. Oh, no. I didn't read it. <laughs> oh, no. You can't say it out loud. <laughs> Google it in your own time. No, I can read it. It's just super, super, super dumb. I should have read this before I started saying it. Would you like me to read what this entry in Urban Dictionary says? You need to now. So down bad when someone is depressingly horny. And then the example is, person, sees picture of any girl, someone who's down bad. Girl, woof, woof, bark, bark, off, bark, woof, girl, snarl, girl, woof, bark, arc, snarl, woof, 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 Bark, bark, off, oh. off, bark, woof, woof, grr, snarl, snarl, hiss, grr, woof, bark, off, bark, snarl. Gee. And uh, that's 2,000 thumbs up on Urban Dictionary, saying it's a pretty <laughs> good encapsulation. Like, that's spot on. That's exactly that what That says it, it all. Right. Okay. Uh, Great. I've learned nothing. That's awful. You won't learn much from today's <laughs> podcast either, but here it is anyway. You have more than one job. Mm. We Cost met someone living. on Roadship that did. Yes, uh, a bloke that worked at one of the, the uh, chip shops, Jan's Cafe in Lavington, right up on the border. Uh, chip man by night. By day, he's, uh, he's actually a dentist. That's impressive. We want to take your calls. Do you have more than one job on 131060? Yeah, it might be for a whole range of reasons. Like this bloke was just helping out the local family business, but sometimes it's, you know, cost of living's up there. Yes. Might have to make ends meet. Let's go over to Jeanette from Bendigo. Jeanette, you've got more than one job? I've got three jobs. Three jobs. What right. are the three jobs? Yeah, tell us. What are you doing? I'm the manager of Sunglass Hut in Maya Bendigo. Okay, yeah. So I do that Tuesday to Saturday, so that's my 38-hour week. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little jewellery stand called Amore. I do um, the merchandising and accepting the stock. I do a couple of hours on a Friday night. or Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a receptionist for an optometrist on Monday. So I do about 40... Five, Jeez, Janet, you're a busy person. If you don't mind us asking, is there a particular reason why you've got all three jobs running at the moment? I'm going to Europe with my daughter at the end of May. And also, I would like to put it out there for all those people who complain that they have to work a 38-hour week or the casuals who, oh, I have to do five hours today. I'm 61. Janet and... sees you and she raises you. <laughs> uh, good on you. And managing a store, no less. And she's like, you know what? That's not enough. Let's do more. She's a manager, merchandiser, and a receptionist all in one. Janet, you're a legend. Enjoy Europe, and thanks for the call. Thank 
Thanks, guys. Bye. Keep those calls coming on 131060. Let us know if you've got more than one job. Uh, over to Courtney from Kiwa. Courtney, do you have more than one job? Yes, I've got two jobs. Two jobs. So, right. what's, the, what's the main one, you reckon? Yep. So Monday to Friday, I work at a beautiful farm in Yakandanda. Nice. Oh, yeah. Love it. What else are you doing? And then on the weekends, I run a business called Scent Horses Australia, where I train up sniffer horses. You train up what horses? Sorry. <laughs> Sniffer, like sniffer dogs, but only in horses. Uh, where would sniffer horses need to be used? The airports? Yeah, so you, can use them in, <laughs> you can use them in search and rescue to find missing people and stuff. So that's the ultimate oh, game. That's insane. Um, how, many, how many horses would you be training at any given time, Courtney? Well, I run workshops. So during the workshops, I train up to six horses. Um, and then I've got two of my own, which I train in at work. Um, the boss has got a couple of horses, so we've been dabbling with her horses as well. Yeah. So. Is it a sort of a, with these workshops, is it sort of BYO horse or do you have, <laughs> or is there a specific type of horse that you recommend that is mm. a, a better sniffer? Cause obviously, you know, at the airports you see a lot of, I think beagles and stuff, some certain are better sniffers. Yeah, look, some are more motivated than others. I love the Morgans because they're easy to train, but any horse can do it, young or old. Like you can work from miniature pony up to your giant horses. So Could you hypothetically, and I don't know if, I don't, I know nothing about the horse world, so this question might be very indicative <laughs> of that. If you had a, like a donkey, would you be able to train a donkey <laughs> to be a sniffer donkey as well? Absolutely. Oh, yep. that's cool. Can any, yep, can but, any animal be a sniffer something or other? Yeah, so we've actually dabbled. Um, my sister runs Dog Education Centre in town, and she's got cows, emus, alpacas, <laughs> and sheep. So we've been training up a cow and a sheep. At oh, the so can you please train the alpacas not to spit as much then while you're at it? <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. That's I incredible. I don't know about that one, but if you have them under their threshold, they won't spit at you. But yeah, any animal can do it. But just tapping into what motivates them. So. Well, I didn't think we were going to learn this much on a Tuesday morning, Rick. <laughs> so, the police, so the police could be hypothetically using a sniffer cow. <laughs> yes, yes, they could. Wow. It's easy to transport and easy to take around, yep, for sure. Whatever you need to fight crime, I suppose. That's amazing, Courtney. <laughs> that's so interesting. I love that. Appreciate the call and thank you to everyone. Saturday night, I went to a fight night for boxing. Oh, God. It was exciting. I didn't fight. But... Oh, okay, good. Oh, it was an interesting, interesting evening, Jules, let me tell you. There were things to see. Lots going on. I had a great time, but for these people who are into boxing... They're just like, oh yeah, this is my no- this is normal for us because we go to boxing nights all the it's time. It's like a tournament for the for the local boxing group. It was boxing under the stars, so Ooh. they had people from all over the state there fighting. It was fourteen rounds, cool. And I just love to go through some of the things that I thought were really like this was just almost like some cliches, some interesting things that was just not not uh, not expected for me there, Jules. So- um, no water in sight. Oh no, the hydration. Exactly, yeah, poor hydration. But what was uh, what took the place of water? Was uh in, like I've never seen more cans of Bundy Rum Premix, <laughs> in my, I, which I my friendship group we refer to it as fight juice. Yes. So that probably makes a lot of sense why it was at the boxing night. Um. Also heaps and heaps of fake feuds, like to try and create a little bit of tension. They're like oh. these boxes don't they don't like each other. They've got beef. Yeah. They've got sure. beef. And then you know after the final bell sounds. They go up and hug each other, and then oh, they're, they're it's all good. pretty it's chummy. All show. Uh, I felt quite out of place because Jules, I uh, definitely did not have enough face tattoos, <laughs> and by don't have enough, I mean I have absolutely zero. Oh, we can change that. Yeah, well, in the break, just pull out a tattoo <laughs> yeah, gun. Yeah, no problem. One of the things that I loved about it, Jules, was how everyone seems to have a fight song when they get their name announced. They uh-huh. get to come on to their fight song. 
The big entrance. And they're trying to be intimidating yes. with it. And they're like, you know, I've got to have a cool one. So you had some like real classic kind of like almost metal stuff. Oh, I'm scared. I'm intimidated yeah, by you. Yeah, you know this person's going to be fighting hard mm. and heavy. They bring um, the chair out. Yeah, of course. Mm. But you've also got some of the classics. Going to come out to a bit of ACDC. Why wouldn't you? Mm. So it was. It really threw me, Jules, when someone's fight song they were coming out to. And again, never, don't want to judge anyone here because, you know, far be it from me to say what's an effective strategy for scaring people. Yes. I thought Natalie Umbrulia was an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, they're going to tear you apart. Now, you know. I don't know if that was an accident, but I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm actually, I was, I was a little intimidated because I'm like, I'm so confused. I don't know what to expect, which maybe was their fighting style. So, but my favorite, my absolute favorite part of the night there, Jules, was that they have these intimidating fight names. Great. Right. And so people who are going to get up there and do all the fighting, you know, they have, um, there's a guy who's like, his name was like Guts and Glory Satori. Oh, the rhyming um, clever. Yeah, nice. Uh, Dan, wham, bam, put him in an ambulance, that sort of <laughs> stuff. I, I particularly enjoyed, um, there was a, uh, there was a, a, a woman, yep. they were like, welcome to the ring uh, in the red corner. They've got like, Sadie, the lady killer Hawkins. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that is intimidating. You expect a song like this. <laughs> and I'm looking around, I'm like, where is this? I'm assuming she's seven foot tall. Sure. I'm assuming she's Jack. She's probably yep. the strongest woman I've ever seen. Look around. No, there's this like 10 year old little girl who walks out and she's just, like skipping out. She's got the braids. I'm like, they're going to let, let anyone fight here. Absolutely <laughs> anyone can have a crack. If you join us on Friday, I revealed that we have another uh, toilet based criminal here at the station. Oh, too much toilet chat. I think, well, I, I wish we didn't have to talk about it, Jules. Sure. Okay. But the thing is, we have to raise awareness about the issue. <laughs> so, first there was Piss Boy. Now what? Now we've got the Turd Bandit. <laughs> the Turd Bandit. The third bandit took a number two in the men's urinal. Oh, gross! It's just a lot. I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, there's, there's quite a lot to unpack because as you go into the urinal, it's the last place you expect to see a number two. Oh, God. You know, there's, there's a place for ones, there's a place for twos. I'm so glad I'm not a boy. Yeah. Well, hey, here we are. Someone who's done something equally gross to pooing in there is the person. <laughs> I mean, maybe that might be leading the witness, but uh, producer Matt, you've joined us. Uh, thank you for coming on the show again this morning. You're welcome. Um, what did you do with the, the, the poo that was in the urinal well, after the show on Friday? Yeah, after you pointed it out, we all had to come and have a look at the, at the poo. <laughs> you had to inspect. At the crime scene, at the evidence, because I'm about to launch a new investigation <laughs> to who did this. But uh, when I eventually went back in much later in the day, it was still there, <gasps> starting to dry. And I just said, look... I want to go to this urinal. It's my favorite urinal. Um, and <laughs> We've got uh, two, one's be better than the other. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I wadded up some tissue, toilet paper, picked up the nuggets, and <gasps> uh, and gave him a flush. Oh, my goodness. Matt yeah. removed the toilet. The, the, the hero. Poo. Thank you. The for hero of this story. Absolutely the I hero. Don't know well, about you weren't going to do it, Nick. I was launching, uh, midway through launching an investigation. <laughs> do you know how much red tape is on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I took photos of it before I took it out. That was evidence. <laughs> I was going to run... I was going to run tests. Sure. Mm-hmm. I was going to run scans. You yep. couldn't do the one thing, though. You couldn't pick it up and get it out of Jules, the way. Jules, do you think when they find someone who's been murdered lying in the street, <laughs> that before the detective can put up the crime scene tape, that someone goes and pops it in, the, in a grave? No, 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 leave it there. Leave it there. No. Matt, many you're, weeks. Fr- frankly, you're trying to give Matt a badge. You're trying to say he's you know, citizen of the year. And he Matt, is. Matt, right I so. think you're lucky I don't throw the book at you on this one, mate. <laughs> 
I think I have an alter ego, a sleep jewels. She gets up yeah. to weird things. I didn't approve these things. I didn't plan to do these things. Two separate she people. Has, she has a mind of her own. Wow. She has done some weird things over the years. Uh, had full conversations with people uh, while completely asleep. Are you, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, are you quite interesting when you're asleep? More I, or so than awake, know. Jules? I don't know. More annoying. <laughs> More annoying. <laughs> like to the point where I want to put a camera on myself and be like, how did these things happen? I've turned off my alarm several times, wow. which is very inconvenient, fortunately, on weekends. That's um, a good, yeah, right, that's good. Yeah. I have um, transferred money in the past <laughs> to my savings account, fortunately, not okay, to anyone geez. else. <laughs> yeah, so you just, you know, the, the sleep version is just a bit more fiscally responsible. Until over the weekend, we had a long weekend here in Victoria, and there was something that I managed to do Sunday morning at 2 a.m. Nick, I have given you what I have taken notes on in my notes app. Can you please read that out? 2.13 a.m. Sunday morning. Eagle-eyed Dan's made the call at 2 p.m. unwell flaking up the best hot, best chips on the border. What, what could the- that possibly <laughs> mean? <laughs> I've written that in my sleep. I've picked up my phone, mm. I have opened the notes app, and I have typed that out. Eagle-eyed Dan's made the call at 2pm, unwell, flaking <laughs> up the best chips on the board. It sounds like you're a Russian sleeper agent and you've been activated by someone. I guess I've had sick leave, so I've been unwell. We were talking about the best hot chips on the border last e- week. It's true. Eagle-eyed Dan's Eagle-eyed made the Dan's. call at 2pm. Have, have you made any calls at 2pm of late? No, I have not. It makes no sense. No, I, yeah, I, I, I thought I, you told me this break was going to be about, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to make sense of this. <laughs> There's absolutely no sense there. Eagle eyed dance. I'm just confused, like, what the next thing a sleep jewels is going to do next. Honestly, keep us up to date. She sounds, <laughs> she sounds incredibly interesting. Not necessarily more interesting than awake jewels, sure. but at the very least, you know, she's worth a spot on the show. And yesterday was the 95th annual Academy Awards, Julia. Oh, big day. The Oscars for those playing along at home. And yes, everybody does like to talk about the movies because that is what we are there for. That's I'm, the point. I love movies. I love watching it. Uh, but one thing a lot of people do talk about, not just the movies, Jules, is the goodie bag, the Oscar goodie bag that the uh, celebs get for rocking up and showing up. Oh, because they have to have a little thank you for rocking up, don't they? Yes. Being dressed by all the designers. Poor them for giving up their night. Uh, most of them multi-millionaires. Yep. And yesterday the 2023 Oscars, the goodie bag was worth 100, and I just did the math in the break before, $189,000 Australian. God, it's too much per, per goodie bag. It's crazy. That's per person in like, you know. No. Nah. It's crazy. It is too ab- much. absolutely absurd. Ridiculous. Uh, obviously not your average goodie bag that you would have got if you went to a Macca's party back in the day. Yes. Party um, favours. Party favours are a little bit more through the roof. <laughs> Um, so as opposed to getting uh, some cheap uh, Alan's lollies, <laughs> yeah. what we're getting in this one is uh, we're getting <laughs> a uh, an Italian getaway. So they'll send you to an Italian island. Oh, thoughtful. Let's consider it. You can stay at a luxury private estate in Canada, so you get free holidays. Oh, God, because they can't afford them, the celebs. Uh, you're getting free day spa vouchers. Oh, Pretty good. good. Mm. Uh, fertility supplements. <laughs> okay. Which is a very interesting one to give out to someone. Presumptuous too. Well, you don't. Well, I suppose it's always good to be fertile, isn't it? Sure. If you can be fertile, why would you choose to not be? Right, right, right. Uh, so small ticket items. That's a small ticket yeah, item. Yeah, well, I don't, sure. I don't know how fertile it makes you. Yeah, if sure. it makes you very fertile, it could mm. be 
worth a lot. Mm. Uh, a bath ritual set, which I don't know what that means. A bath ritual set? Silk. Candles. Lots of silk and okay. silk pillowcases. Edible massage oils. <laughs> okay. Rub that um, on your body, then eat it. But to me, I think the crown jewel in this Oscars goodie bag uh-huh. is not um, all those incredibly expensive items, but really it's also they get everyone that received a goodie bag received a plot of land what? in uh, in Queensland, Australia. Oh, right. Why? Uh, they all, everyone in these, their own little goodie bag received a flagship piece of Australian native land <laughs> that they are now proud to own and preserve. What's that? Who thought of this idea? I don't know. They obviously have a lot of spare land up in Queensland. From what I understand, it's not at all not at all controversial to give out land that isn't yours. No. Um, I find it very funny that we're giving this out to just every celebrity on the planet because now they those celebrities who have never come to Australia mm-hmm. are more likely to own property and land here in Australia than anyone in this generation. That was the Nick and Jules podcast. 